1: Hey guys, let's uh, we got a ton of super chats. Yes, so, we do. Uh, we'll be able to talk about a lot of this stuff again as we do super chats. So, are you guys good with us just starting to roll through those? Let's Is there anything else you guys want to add before we get started? Thanks, mom. My mom and dad are here, my grandma's here, my <laughs> wife, my dogs. My mom just bought me a, mouth, a full dude. That
2: household.
1: was that was We're like uh, some, up the driscoll household tonight. That was like some stepbrother stuff, man.
2: Mom, meatloaf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't dude. If you're going to say that, you got to at least get it right. That was
2: wedding crashers. Oh, you're right. Yeah,
3: yeah it was. Now? Huh? It's oh, Wedding oh, Crashers.
1: Your, it's it's Will fine. Will character's right, okay? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it's great. Some, uh, something
2: sorry. with a drum set then, all right? Yes. they're good. We're no, good.
1: different movie. The no, that's Step Brothers.
2: That's Step Brothers.
1: Yes. Wedding Crashers. I know. I got Chaz it. I got Reinhold.
2: it. Wolf Farrell. Ch- Ch- Wolf Farrell, What Ch-
1: was his name? Chaz Reinhold. Yes. Ch that's Reinhold, that's right. And then he was yeah, yeah name was with Chaz Michael Michael. Was the godfather in, uh, of wedding crap. Stupid skating movies. Yeah. Let's get to uh you guys want to add anything before we get to the super chats? Any, you guys I know all the last... movie,
2: all the movie trivia. That's all I want to put in the okay. chat. So Ryan's right, got it.
4: <laughs> he's got it. Sean, you good? I'm man, I'm happy, man. I'm I'm happy.
2: Yeah,
1: at
3: this point tonight. we can do whatever. I I mean, yeah. But
1: think about <laughs> where we were three weeks ago. Like Sean, you texted me He's like, dude, I don't even want to do the show tonight. <laughs> Like I'm sick of saying the same thing over and over again.
3: Yeah, exactly.
5: Right, because right. I mean, we right.
1: we were just so frustrated because the team just didn't show the improvement. Yeah, and it's like they went like this to boom, like nothing. I mean, it, it's just been, it's been like wow,
3: like yeah, this this changed fast. I, I'm in such a good mood. One of my children is still awake. Okay, wow. So over there eating popcorn and watching YouTube videos, and I don't care. My father of the year, my father of the year trophy is a bad parent
1: tonight, and I don't even care. I don't
2: care. I'm just happy. I'm just happy my daughter's not awake, Vince. I'm not even in my own
3: house, and she's with me. (laughs) So there you go. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I know who's with you tonight.
0: (laughs) We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Yeah, Let's jump do. into these, and we thank everybody for the Super Chats tonight. Christopher yes. Galloway with Super Chat. As an old offensive lineman, I love seeing the Irish Hogs getting to eat O-lines yeah. to get the MVP of the game. And can we say something else? To all those people talking about Harry, he's Stan, and he's this, and he's that after the first couple games, <laughs> I'm going to be that guy tonight. Um,
4: <laughs>
3: this, is
1: why, this is why you brought him back. Yeah. Because this is what you get. Yes. Dominance. Yep.
3: Absolutely. Dominance.
1: And the and here's the thing. You watch that film. This is this was O-line clinic tape tonight, fellas. Yep. Moving your feet. There was look, and here's the thing, Ryan. You had said this in the show the other day. Clemson's gonna get theirs. They're gonna get their place. And they had a couple of plays tonight, but there were so sure. many times tonight where they came off and they actually beat the Notre Dame blocker off the ball and kind of got in their chest, and they would recover and push back. That didn't happen in the past, like they'd cover and then just dis- escape and you know, block, destruct, and get to the football. But the timing of the block of the blocking, the push they got. <clears throat> I mean, they were just getting four or five yards, and the running backs were just following them, just like just get in the hole and follow, them, man. <laughs> and I can't tell you how, as a running back, when the line's doing that, it's so much easier to play with confidence. Yeah, you know, just like, dude, I'm just gonna go do my thing because these guys are that's one heck of a cup, Jesse. These guys are getting after it. That was a monster cup. I'm digging that. Um, But, man, O-line should get MVP of the game. I mean, how do you not, right? Yeah. And and I'm almost like, dude, I gave him the player of the game last week. I'm like, shoot, I don't want to give him the player game this week. But I'll tell you something right now, though. uh, Let's not – like the O-line played great, but there was a few times where Clemson brought numbers Mm-hmm. And Audrick and Logan are making dudes miss in the backfield, yep. or running them and over, free completely, or running
3: them over. I mean, just I mean, literally running them over.
1: Yeah. Did you guys talk about the dynamic of Will Shipley? Like Notre Dame, Will Shipley's a heck of a back, right? And, yeah, absolutely. And, and everybody's oh, yeah. Will Shipley. You put Will Shipley behind this offensive line tonight, and he does pretty darn right. good as well.
3: Right. and That's what he's but thinking on the plane ride. Home. This Don't is a worry. this is a lesson of recruiting.
1: Yeah, you miss out on a guy and it stinks. You missed out on a guy that was your top back. He's a heck of a player. But how do you rebound?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Notre Dame <laughs> missed out on Shipley. And what do they rebound with? Estimate. Audric Estim- Logan Diggs first. <laughs> okay. Then Audric Estimate second. And it's like, would you like we were asked today, would you would you want Chris Will Shipley on this depth chart? Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Would you trade him for your two that you got? Heck to the no, man. That's no, not happening. I wouldn't. Like, no. Nope. Because, because, like Jesse said, when I can just keep wrote, because there was a big difference. Remember the dude on our chat that said that the that Phil Moffa was better than Will Shipley, <laughs> but like <laughs> the, seriously, the, 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 but the yeah, yes. but the thing is, when <laughs> you take, take. when you take, take Will yeah. Shipley out of the game, there's a huge drop off, and Phil Moffa's yeah. a nice number two back, but there's a big drop off sure. tonight. You saw, and you even saw Chris Tyree. Like, imagine what happens when Ryan texts me, like, is that Chris Tyree in space? But yeah. he had two big plays tonight. He had the cutback. I mean, even your number three back did some things. Like, Chris Tyree tonight, as the number three back, had 52 yards of total offense tonight, guys.
3: Yep. Your third
1: back had 52 yards of total offense tonight. Correct. And
3: when you so can just means, keep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That when means you, you had rot- over two hundred and
3: fifty yards of yeah. total offense from your running backs.
1: You keep rotating your backs in and in, and it just doesn't matter who you put in. You just can't stop it. So yeah, the old line played great, but let's not act like I not mean, no one's acting like that. I mean, I'm sure everybody, but but let's not also forget that this run this these running backs played tremendous. They weren't just okay dudes running behind an elite offensive line. Right. This is the best Notre Dame backfield I've seen in a long Agreed. time. A long time. Yep. D win five. Vince has to wear white every uh, white no. every game from here on out. And you know what else, Vince is every home game. You know, you and I got to go out to the outside to watch. So tonight, Vince and I did something a little bit different. We wanted to hear how the crowd was going to be, so we went outside for the Here Come the Irish when they come out of the tunnel, and. Man, it was cold because, like, we I were above to, the stadium. Yeah. And so, like, all the wind was, like, just hitting us in the face, man. It I got brutal. blown off
3: of the ninth floor. I had but. to
1: grab my hat, like, immediately when I walked outside or I was going to lose it. Um, but uh, And I might have died because I probably would have gone chasing after and dove over to the top of the ninth floor to try to catch it. But um, <laughs> we so we were there when, like, they came out and the crowd was going crazy. And then they were actually louder. Here, here's where I knew this was going to be a good night because Vince and I were like, that was okay. Like, the crowd was okay when their name came out. But when Ke- Clemson came out? The Notre Dame fans went Boo. like I mean they booed Clemson louder than they cheered Notre Dame and it's yes. like okay that the crowd is, is mentally here. in it tonight. Yes. They are mentally here tonight because yep. they're they went after Clemson. And I was I, I mean there was a lot of orange but it was not it wasn't really as much as, as I was, thought it was going to be.
3: It was not as much as I anticipated at all. I it mean wasn't. it was it made up maybe 10% I guess of the whole stadium. And obviously yeah. they were they were you know in their normal spot, and then it was just yeah. peppered throughout you know yeah. some orange or whatever. But it wasn't even close no, to what it was when Georgia no. was in town. It wasn't anywhere near what it was when Nebraska was in town. In well, how about since,
1: Vince? Were you at the Cincinnati game? I was last yeah. year. How they how were? It compared
3: to I don't know. You know what? For Cincinnati, I don't feel like it was the numbers, but I feel like it was the the sound like they were just because
1: well, they were winning, like they, well, they I, outplayed no name from start to I get to finish,
3: that. But they I, I, were I was so loud.
2: I was unfortunately at the Cincinnati game last year, <laughs> year as well. Yes. Yeah. It was well dude, you Ryan, you're no longer a jinx because you were at the Syracuse game.
1: So I know you're, man. Just, not, you're I know. just not allowed back in South Bend. So that's right. fine.
2: That's all right. Uh, that's that's cool. I'll be uh, I'll be down, down in Maryland next week for the uh, for yeah. the Navy game. So we're are, all good. Are you are you? I think we're gonna go down for the day. Yeah, yeah, playing on it.
1: So you going to be in the stands, or did you want me to get a? I'll probably just in the stands.
2: I just in the stands.
1: You're one and zero. You're one and zero in the press box, man. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop with a wow. Super chat, thank you, Charlie. You appreciate you, buddy. Great win by the Irish. Want to say love the Morrison breakout party, dude. (laughs) Will be an NFL stud one day. I'm starting to see the directions Freeman wants his team. They get a stud QB, national championships there. Do you see Keon rethinking number three? uh, I hope so. I mean, that's my first call when I get back in the locker room. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'm just it is yeah. I doubt it happens. But uh, I think Worth number shot, two, man. Num- number one is this is why you don't worry about recruiting rankings. We tried to tell people last year, like Ryan and I talked about it. Vince and I talked about it. Sean and I talked about it. We kept watching this kid's film saying, what am I missing? I would text Notre Dame coaches be like, what am I missing here? Why-, why is this kid not a top 100 player? What am I missing? Why is Irish Breakdown the only people that rank him as a top 100 player? I, I didn't get, understand it. But we're all seeing it now. Because it's not like he's been playing like trash all year and all of a sudden he had a great night tonight. Like This yeah. this is kind of how he's been for most of the year. Um, But I think number two is the big one, fellas, is I'm starting to see the direction Freeman wants his team. And it's not just the physicality. It's the way they were physical with sort of that, again, that F you, we're Notre Dame, we don't give two rips about who you are. This is our house. You're about to catch one tonight. And just, I'm sorry. It's like, we're talking about movie quotes. (laughs) Sean, it was like the scene from uh, Harlem Nights. Don't take this ass whooping personally.
4: Good call.
1: That's exactly what the night was. If y'all Come don't on, know babies. if you've never seen Harlem <laughs> Knight, you gotta check it out. But yeah. it was one of the greatest scenes. Uh, when the when the it's a boxing scene, it's great. It's great. Jesse, we lost you for a second there, man. Glad to have you back. <laughs> hey, David Carpenter with a super chat 35-20. What a great win. Two things. One was this the most dominant win over a good team in the last 20 years, felt like it. Um I guess it would depend on how you define good. I still felt like the USC game was even more dominant, but this is a much better team than that yeah, USC team.
3: That's ones. the difference. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the difference. Like that USC
1: me. defense wasn't very good,
3: right? Like, but um,
1: yeah, if if you want to talk, if you were to say, David, if you were to say just good team, meaning top twenty, I'd still say i still say probably 20, 2017 USC. If you want to like get like real good, like top ten. I honestly, I'd have to, I'd have to think back. It's been a while. I'd have to go back and do the Rolodex, but we certainly didn't get one the last fifteen years. I'd have to go back to the Rolodex, the the Rol- the mental Rolodex to think of one. Guys, can you think of one where they played a top ten team and like did this? No, like just physically destroyed them. I'd, I mean, you'd have not to go since, back to the Lou Holtz era.
3: Not since I've been covering the team, and that yeah. was in 04 You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, they've had big wins. Ty beat Michigan that one year, and. But, like, no, nothing like this.
3: Nothing. But, yeah, I mean, I, somebody I, I said Oklahoma, but I, they, didn't they didn't dominate, dominate that game. Right. It was 13-13 yeah,
1: in the fourth quarter. Yeah, right. Jesse, you're right. They had tied the game up 13-13. That was right. a much closer game than thirty 31-13. 30, they they right. poured it on late.
2: No, this, yeah, you're the, right, Jesse. This was very different because I I, I forget if it was 14 nothing or 21 nothing at the time. But I would be completely lying if I didn't say I didn't have like a sneaking feeling like, uh, I think Notre Dame's going to kind of let a couple in here and it's going to kind of be a squeaker win. Like, and Vince, that didn't happen. Did we not say the that. same
1: thing in the press box?
2: Mm-hmm. We're like,
1: they're going to let them go down a score and it's going to end up being like 28 21. Right. I said that thing, yeah. and Vince was agree. And it's just, And it's not going to look on paper like it was the blowout that it was.
3: And, and they And they scored 35. They never let let up. Up. It was beautiful. Never let up. Yeah. Never let
1: up. Never let up. And man, did did you Vince? Did you see the burst that Benjamin Morrison showed on that interception though? Oh, it's he beautiful. was like he an
3: PS. Oh, I mean, it was it was just saying boy. Just saying. John A one with
1: a super chat. Thank you, John. Teams seeing this game are saying, Boy, I hope Notre Dame never gets a top-tier quarterback. I I hope certain recruits not in South Bend were watching the big game tonight. I'm gonna say yes. something right now. CJ Carr is like, Yep, I wanna play with that. <laughs> It's like, if you're a kid like C.J. Carr, you're thinking – because you know C.J.'s a confident kid. He better be anyway. I don't want a quarterback that's not confident. And you watch C.J. play, you know he plays confident. Right. But if you're a big-time quarterback, you got to be watching this game thinking they got that receiving core coming in next year. They get dudes at tight end. I get to play with that group of running backs and that offensive line? Like, my job's going to be pretty flipping easy. You you know what I mean? Like – yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, goodness gracious!
2: I mean, because because CJ was just chilling in the uh, the visitor section with Jaden uh, Greathouse and Braylon James, yeah. and like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, dude, you you put us with that with, with what what's
1: going on in the trenches right there?
3: Yeah. Whew. Whew. Mm-hmm.
1: David Hess with a super chat. David says, "Nice to see Irish fans not sell all the tickets to Clemson fans and bring <laughs> the energy onward Notre Dame."
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was worried and as I was approaching the stadium though. Yeah, there's a lot and people just a lot I guess of orange, Clemson man.
1: fans were in last night and everywhere.
3: And they were but almost uh, exclusively Clemson fans at Eddie Street Commons, kind of the, the yep. group of restaurants just uh, south yep. of campus. And that's the way I kind of drove in. I was like, oh, this is bad. And to <laughs> all know? the Notre
1: Dame fans that sold their tickets to Clemson people. You didn't get to watch this. So
4: <laughs> you <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs>
1: Connor Grant with a super chat. Is Notre Dame this good or Clemson not as good as hyped? I knew <clears throat> this was going to come. Of course it um, was. Clemson is who we said they were coming in. A, they're, mm-hmm. This is not 2018 Clemson. No. This is not 2016 Clemson. This is still a very good football team. Again, oh. folks, they had three top 25 wins coming into tonight. And Notre Dame.
3: They had the most and, and of any look, team
1: in the country. And this, we've talked about, we said this during the week too, guys, right? If they play again next Saturday, does Notre Dame win this way? Probably not. You know, I mean, maybe, but just tonight in this game, this was who Notre Dame is supposed to be, man. Yeah. You know, but, um, like Ryan, I loved your response to Joe,
2: like, or Notre Dame's just really, you know, a lot better than people think, um, Mm -hmm. We can, we can never, we can never give a team credit, Brian. We just have to, you know, we we live in a world where on Twitter, we just dunk on people instead of giving other people credit.
1: What did we say in the, in the, this is this, Vince, you and I talked about this during the game or before the game. And Sean, I think we talked to you and I talked about this. And then Ryan, I think you and I talked about this on a show. Mm -hmm. This is a, this isn't a great matchup for Clemson. No, right. Like, because Notre Dame matches up pretty well against Clemson, unlike they did right. in the past.
3: Right, right, and and you know, and
1: look, Clemson. just well, I mean, wasn't it was ready it was kind of physicality.
3: You know, it was it was good on good as far as Notre Dame's run game versus yeah. Clemson's run defense, and Notre Dame got the best of them. You know, mm-hmm. as far as that matchup is concerned, so it was like strength on strength, and so that's why Notre Dame matched up well. And then when you when you reverse it and you look at Notre Dame's defense versus Clemson offense, I mean. And I said it all week, you know, if they come at it with the game plan that they had in the first half of Syracuse and they had do that for the whole game, they're going to have success. That's essentially what happened. I mean, they kept putting pressure on the quarterback. They kept bringing stunts from all over the place. I mean, that's essentially what they did. And it was successful. Comes didn't have a clue what to do offensively. And
2: it was also also a bad matchup because they just don't have the wide receivers to challenge the secondary for Notre Dame right now either. Like, it is just – I feel like everything gotta, got super condensed yes. even when they're trying to get the ball
3: outside. It's still getting condensed. Yeah. Like, it's just they had, not, they yeah. had a decent group of receivers. You know that a lot of teams yeah. would take that room, but they don't have that alpha. And we and Sean and I talked about that in the pregame show. There's no alpha for Clemson's uh, wide receiver room. So there's nobody that you're really worried about. You could just play good defense and be fine.
1: And there's a lot of teams that, that can't stop that because <clears throat> they don't have Cam Hart and Benjamin Morrison and, right. and guys like that. That's the other thing, too. You know, Um, and and I, you know, obviously that that certainly helps. That certainly helps. Next, Paul, Paul Church with a super sticker. Thank you, Paul. Very, very, very much. Mackenzie Kelly. I think I might have. I met Mackenzie Vince. Mackenzie was at the tailgate today. Okay, Mackenzie said the wind was our dessert since the wind blew the IB brownies away. Yeah, my mom was upset. One of the one of the trays with the uh, with the candies got blown off, but she had extras. Don't worry. But yeah, we had we had a great time at the tailgate tonight, by the way. There's so many cool people there. It was a lot of fun. And I can't tell how many times well, is Ryan awesome. coming? Is Sean coming? Sean, I told them that I, that you have a you have to figure out what you did to piss off God because every time you're about to come to a big game, something happens and you can't come. So I don't know what it is.
4: I know what it is, man. Like, dude, I caught a fever. What was that? Two? no, it was like the day after I did the show with Ryan.
1: Yeah, it was Tuesday night. You were like, Man, I'm not feeling good. i am Cause mm-hmm. I had two tickets for you and everything, mm-hmm. and then you had to hit before Ohio State, and so yeah, yeah. My mom said she thinks it's her. She thinks it's you don't want to eat her food, so she's uh, uh, it, yeah. no. it has yeah. nothing to do
3: with that. Yeah. Okay, the, the Clemson win if was awesome. If Cle- you know,
4: that I wanted to go to, it, it was tonight.
3: Yes, yes, yeah. But, look, the win over Clemson was great, but meeting Miss Mama Driscoll was was the yeah. highlight for me.
1: She hooked up the spread, man. You had that pulled port, man. That was, that was legit. That was
3: fantastic.
1: That was no legit. Kurt D.A. Anderson Fitness. Go Irish. Go Marcus Freeman. Yeah, it's nice watching a game where you actually like the head coach as a human being. It's different. Josh, Phillips, <laughs> the Super yeah. Chat. Morrison, MVP. <laughs> Got Ryan on that one. Uh, D, wow. special teams, RB, and Brian Mason. Good Lord. Like, that I mean, is, is the, killing it. He's a few coaches even, that – even little things. Like Vince and I talked about this. Where did where did Brandon Joseph rank in punt return average come into this game? It's like he was like top – he's been like top 30 at different times throughout the year. I'm going to go find where he is on punt returns this year. He's 20th, right? 9.9 <laughs> 9. 9 per – that's pretty good. But if you look at the yards he has saved right, from yep. fielding punts that yep. they would let roll in the past. Now, part of that's Brandon Joseph. A part of that is he's being coached to do that. Yes, right. Like, don't let that thing roll. Place yourself, bat, brace yourself, make the catch, <laughs> then go. They he has saved hundreds of yards this year of not just what you would what you gain. I mean, gain five, ten yards, but it's also saving
6: fifteen.
3: It's those hidden yardage, roll. you know. Yes, That's whereas the, the then quote, John
1: the saw is pinning them yeah.
6: inside the ten the whole game. I was going to say and that was unwrapped. the important thing to me was Clemson started at their six, the seven, the thirteen, like. Defense played well, but when you're backed up like that and you're not doing anything well, that helps so right. much. And just being able to control that field like that, and I thought that was some a big point tonight. You know, they blocked the punts and stuff, but the, Clemson started deep in their own territory a lot tonight. Couldn't get anything mm-hmm. momentum going wise.
1: Well, here's something else, Jesse. Um, do you, so? Do you have the you have a play by play in front of you? How many I wrote times down did, every
6: play? <laughs> yeah. How many
1: times did Clemson start? How many times did Clemson start inside their twenty? Because, like, even on like the first drive of the game, like Vince, you and I are talking about this. The first drive of the game, Clemson gets the ball, and they are at their own. Where was it at? It was. I'm trying to remember where they were on that first drive. Um, but they got the ball, and and let me find it here. Because Notre Dame blocked the first punt, right? First, first, yes, first punt of the game. Correct. Okay. Yep. So Notre Dame yep. gets the ball. They they put they punt it. Clemson's at the twenty-five, right? Correct. And then you know you you block the punt, and you get in a third and twenty-two situation, right? Mm-hmm. So you back them up, and then you know they're kind of punt from their own territory. And then there was the other time they they but like they're they're constantly like they were calling plays tonight. The point is they were calling plays on on third and longs where they weren't trying to get the first down; <laughs> they were trying to get out of the end zone. To not have to punt out of their own end zone against Notre Dame's punt team, right? Right. I mean, you you could see. I mean, it's third and twenty two. They're running a tight end slide route. Are they thinking Davis Allen is going to catch that and run for twenty yards? No, they're thinking we need to give ourselves room to punt because we can't. You can't shorten your punt distance with Notre Dame. And I mean, that's where there's nothing in the stat sheet that shows that. But to, to Jesse's point, when you're pinning them that far back, number one, you're not going to consistently move the ball eighty plus ninety plus yards on Notre Dame defense. Did right. you figure out how many it was, Jesse? Did you were able to count how many times they were, you started inside the twenty?
6: About six or seven is where I got.
1: I mean, I don't, when your defense is Notre Dame's defense, you're just not yeah. going to consistently move the ball over eighty yards on them, guys. You're right. just not
3: right. And, and then, then when you got the two score, where they were on the twenty and then the twenty-one, so it's like right. yeah, you're right there. Yeah.
1: But Vince, when you're when you're convincing a team that because of our special teams, you're having to make play calls to not have to be pinned, you know, to get out of that. Cause, you know, you're I mean that you're you're gonna be hard to beat in that situation, fellas. No doubt. I'm gonna super chat from Spark five two one nine. And he says this is the best I've seen the Irish play a complete game against a ranked team since the Lou Holtz era. Run the ball down your throat and play dominant defense. And the other thing is Lou's teams played really good special teams. Mm-hmm. Played really good special teams, and yep. this team is playing there's... really good special teams so outside
3: it, of the pl- field
1: goal kicker. I mean, again, there's
3: no one you can do it's about a bad, that. But... No, it was a bad kick. Uh, it was a, it was a yeah. terrible kick. It was a side winding like, and you can't even blame the wind on that. It was just a bad kick. No. And uh, no, but no, this is the first time in a long time that I I get excited about special teams. Like when they're on the field, yeah. I get excited about special teams. That's it's weird right. in but... a
1: completely different. Thing too, because like when we were kids, Sean, we would get excited for special teams. She was like, "Oh, they got to kick it the Ricky or Rocket! Like this is gonna be fun." <laughs> I've never watched the special teams. You're like, "I wonder if they're gonna block this one." I wonder if I they're know. gonna block this one. Like you Seriously. almost you feel like they're about to block every single kick. And yep. and Sean, haven't you and I been begging for this for years with the previous special teams coach? Like if you can't return, at least try and heat them
4: up. Yeah, right. you know, like
3: yeah. Mm,
4: Look. I didn't think they would be able to. I thought with the extra week of preparation, that's the one thing Clemson would focus on. Like, look, you yes. cannot allow them to block a punt. Right.
3: First punt, right.
4: And the first punt, <laughs> they block and then they tip another one, you know, later yes. on in the game. Yeah. It was almost like, it was literally almost like Clemson was unprepared. Yeah. Can we, after Coming the bye week? I'm, I'm yeah. gonna say something
1: else though. They they didn't do what they normally do, though. That's the thing, is they don't do the same. Notre Dame doesn't do the same thing every game. Like they mix it up. Like they yeah. there's some weeks they bring edge pressure, some yeah. weeks they bring overload pressures. This week they went kind of like right up the middle. And did any of you Ryan, did you break down any special teams for Clemson coming into this game? Did they always have Rook and um I want to know if, like, they always had Rook and Miles Murphy as personal protectors, or if they just I'm did not, that for this game. I can check. I'm very into curious it. I'm not, about I'm that. I'm not
2: sure. I can check into it, though, for sure. Yeah,
1: I'd be very curious about that because I noticed that. You know, I don't. Sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't break down special teams. I'm sorry. I probably should, but I don't. I have enough. You know what I mean. <laughs> but <laughs> well, Vince well, is looking. Well, to... <laughs> well, Vince, Vince, lo- Vince loves it, so he can do it. Okay, that. Vince. How <laughs> about <laughs> you start watching special teams now? Here are our special teams coordinator for our breakdown. <laughs> I got a kid who plays special
3: teams. teams. I'll make him do it.
1: There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um. But Angela, here's a here's a photo that Angela took tonight that I just think it just
3: kind of. Is this the Marcus Freeman one? Yeah. 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 Freaking he great. was
1: like the first dude down. So just so you know, my wife is side by side to him. Photographers are not allowed to go past the 18-yard line. <laughs> right? So this is how far down Marcus Freeman ran. Like towards the end play. zone. By the way, so um, he had his linebacker speed days. That's Uh, my head coach.
2: That's my head coach right there. There There you go.
1: (laughs) Caleb Collins with a super chat. Thank you, Caleb. Brian Mason, Harry, BMO. Yeah, I mean, Brian Mason and and Harry Houston were just two tremendous hires. But, like, I mean, again, we're not talking about him enough. But Mike Mickens is doing a tremendous job as a cornerbacks coach at Notre Dame.
3: Mm-hmm. and there's, a, there's, a, line. there's right. a line he for raises. Dude. There's a yeah. line for raises for the assistant coaches. It starts with Brian yeah. Mason. Harry, yes. he stands there. Uh, let's see here. Mickens Harry's only there at line. number two
1: because of Mason's sure. team's unit started from day one. Mason's special Absolutely. Were good from day one. Harry needed and two and a half. Coach
3: minutes. Mickens is there as well. Those three guys mm-hmm. all need to renegotiate after at yeah. the end of this year. No doubt. No doubt. Doing a great job,
1: and <laughs> yeah. hey, let's not forget about Dylan McCullough either. Now, oh, you're absolutely right.
3: You're absolutely right. He can, <laughs> oh. he, can join, he can join the race party.
1: Dylan McCullough needs to jump into that conversation as yeah, well. You're buddy, not wrong. He's doing a tremendous job, and he's breeding All Americans. You know what I'm saying? So, like at least freshman All Americans too. So his son uh, Deshaun, is doing a great job at Indiana this year. Spark five two one nine also said Benjamin Morrison MVP, and he's only a freshman. Great game, runner up offensive line, and then defensive line. Ian Johnson with a super chat. Not a fan of Dabo taking timeouts down 28 into the fourth quarter. Dude,
3: he didn't know. He did. He's not in, in this position. He didn't know what to yeah. do. He's not used to being down like this. He's like, oh, what yeah. do we do? Timeout. We like time you know, we're,
1: we're doing movie references, right? It's the it's a scene from Miracle when yeah. when, when Kurt, get, or Kurt Gibson, when Kurt wow. Russell's character looks over at the Russian coach and he's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's never <laughs> been in this situation before. That's what it was, man. Um, I'm
3: telling you. He hasn't had that since 2014 when I, they were like under 500 this, his first I year. I get
1: why coaches pissed, but part of me, and, and I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, part of me wonders if Dabo is trying to see what kind of fight his team has left. Right? That's like, fair. Hey, we're not going to quit. right? right. Hey, we're going to try to get this ball back and score. We're not going to give up. There's still time left on the clock. We're not quitting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and part of me wonders if maybe there wasn't something to that to it as well either. But sure. to your point, I mean, when was the last time Clemson was, I mean, in a regular season game? I mean, they got waxed by Ohio State in the playoff two years ago. But, I mean, this just doesn't happen to Clemson. No. I mean, they, like they Not... lost to Georgia last year 10-3. to They lost yeah. to NC State 27-21 in overtime. Sure. They lost to Pitt by 10 in a relatively competitive game. You know, 2019, no regular season losses. 2018, no regular season losses. 2017, they lost to Syracuse by three. 2016, they lost to Pitt by a point you know, 2015, no regular season losses, 2014, last Georgia Tech beat them 28-6, and in that year, Georgia, in the first game of the year, beat them 45-21, so you got to go back, you know what, I'm going to do it, fellas, you got to go back to 2014, the start of the turnaround, the true turnaround, right, like, You had the Orange Bowl game that year before. 2013 was kind of the the kickoff, but then 2014 really started the Deshaun Watson era. Yeah. It began with a blowout against Georgia, and it ended with a blowout against Notre Dame. People say that the win over Notre Dame was the thing that truly sparked the Clemson run. And tonight, Notre Dame ended it. I'm going to tell you that right now. They ended the Clemson dynasty.
4: It's interesting you say that, because if you listen to Dabo. One of the things he said this week about this team is that week to week he doesn't know. He said this. I don't know which team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. He's like they're kind of like my. Two th- he said they're kind of like my 2016 team, and Deshaun had to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like he and they don't have we, a quarterback like that
3: right now. He said, but at don't. least
4: that team was coming off. He said I understood why that team was going through that because they they were ready to just get to the playoffs yeah like they weren't they couldn't focus week to week they had they, bama they, that's all they, they cared were, about was Bama. all they cared about was bama he said this team i just don't, i don't know i don't know who's going to show up and when a coach says that it's like uh, yeah. yeah you know and i thought it was interesting because i felt like well man both coaches are going to be feeling that way coming into this matchup then like right i don't know which team i'm going to get but marcus right. freeman you know, Dabble said that Tuesday, and Marcus Freeman on yeah. Monday like, "My team is ready." Mm-hmm. So,
1: very interesting.
4: We, we saw a Clemson team tonight that was just kind of like they just kind of like played dice. They just,
1: <laughs> yeah, just roll dice. See what we
4: got. Yeah, Let's
1: see what we got. One team tonight had an identity, and the other one did not.
3: I mean, that's Which really what a bold hasn't name. been the way. Hasn't been that way all year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. It's getting there like it this is the yes. first time where it was like yes, I know who this team is this in is the every sense. Yeah. In every phase.
1: Christopher Federico, Brian Mason for president 2024. I mean, could it be worse than the options we're going to have for president 2024? <laughs> I mean, it can't be worse. I mean, let's don't forget real. to vote on Tuesday everybody. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Vince and I've already had that conversation uh derek Jancart, brian mason is so bad if you ever see him fighting a bear you better jump in and help out the bear i mean i take
3: that for derek i dig that dude but when, you, when but after the block see, punt with the double fists he was so fired up man <laughs> great. i'll tell you
1: what though that is one thing you do get from a, a staff with some youth to it is is you are going to get a little bit of that yeah that that energy and that emotion but now you see why him and, and Brian and Marcus Freeman are so tight because you just see that energy. Like, like just the, the indignation in Jared Parker's face when they had the audacity to call time. Like, actually, the timeout didn't bother me because I'm not in it. I'm not in, the, in it like the coaches are. But, yeah. like, the audacity to call timeout, like, you know what I mean? Just like, I, I'm like, I like this team. These Timmy's pissed off. I like this pissed-off yeah. coaching staff and this pissed-off team. I just Great. hope it continues because they got a chance to roll.
3: Yes. I mean – with they a couple really tweaks a with a couple tweaks here and there sure. i mean yeah. this could be a really really good young staff really yes. really good yeah yeah and that's I even know. with harry heastam bringing him down cuz he's like 85 yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, there will be no Harry Heastan slander hey. tonight, Vince. All love
3: to the geriatric community, okay? He's wow. a great coach. He's a great <laughs> coach.
1: coach He's a your address right <laughs> now. On my phone.
3: I can outrun him. I'm good.
1: Uh, uh, Vince speaks for himself. He does not speak for me, Sean, Jesse, or Ryan. Do not bring that heat to us. I do not want Joe <laughs> Ault and Blake Fisher shown up at my house. Uh Hey, I'll tell you something right now, Ryan. You mentioned about Blake Fisher, and, and I think that you're right. Blake was a man mm-hmm. tonight. But Joe yep. Joe Walt played pissed off tonight, too. I love mm-hmm. it. And, and when you're two dudes, and when I mean dudes, like, I mean, Jared Jared Patterson's the captain, and he's really good. But, like, those are the dudes, guys. Those are the future Absolutely. top picks. picks. Yep. They yep. played like – it's like – and you know what it is, Sean? It, they knew who they were going up against,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they wanted it. It's like, you know, bring it.
3: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bring
1: it. Miles Murphy, bring it. You know, Blake Fisher was like, give me some of that. Joe Alt was like, bring that.
2: Man. I, I've watched was- I've watched a lot of Miles Murphy over the last couple of years too. There's not a game where he's quiet either. Like Joe Walt neutralized him tonight. At, I mean, his only play was a was a coverage sack. <laughs> like it doesn't even yeah, uh, it's just yeah. 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 Yeah, the, the pressures
1: they got were linebacker pressures for the most part. Yeah. Yes. You know, like with off stunts. Mm-hmm. Michael Burke, the Super Chat 2022. Benjamin Morrison, pride of BCP. That's uh, Brophy Prep, by the way. Following the pipeline of Bro, Oh, there it is right there. Brophy College <laughs> Prep in Notre Dame. Just most of us didn't play ball. Michael Burke, <laughs> I did not know you were from Brophy. Brophy. I did not know that did not know that. Christopher Federico Mason stand. he's now got a VP candidate folks. He's now there got a go. VP candidate. So got Harry Heestand in there. So, I mean is is uh where's Mick? I mean is he this is he uh secretary, secretary state. Of state. Sean, you've <laughs> met Coach Mickens. He's kind of got that, you know, let's let's, you know, peacekeeper kind of thing. <laughs> so, you got that. You got that. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah. I, can dig that. I can see that. Can get that. I get that. Yep. Yeah. David Ingalls with a super chat. Thank you, David. If no name plays this well the rest of the year, what uh what could their chances be for a New Year six
3: game? Look, it it legit, they're legitimate because and I'll I'll look, I'm not gonna rose color glasses it for you, but if they're top 15, they got a chance at being in the New Year's six. And you're cool. telling me that if they beat they beat Clemson the way they did, they take care of business the next two weeks against very subpar opponents, and right. then they go if if USC wins out, they've got one loss mm-hmm. going into that game, they're gonna be a top 10 team. They're going to get yeah. another top 10 win? Well, you're telling me you're going to keep them out of the top
1: 15? No way. USC just scored with five minutes left to go up on Cal 41-27. It's been a dogfight. Um, so
3: they're going to be I a top believe, 10 team. I if, can't
1: believe they gave up 27 points to Cal. Well, that's because they're good. That's a
4: tough yeah. team, the Cal fans. No, no,
1: they're <laughs> a tough team,
3: but
2: not, not
3: their offense. Um, Did you see
2: Jaden Jade Ott? Hurtled over someone and like cleared him while he was standing up. It was fantastic. Could you imagine fantastic. if he got to run behind an offensive, either one of the offensive lines that were on the field
1: tonight, like Clemson's offensive line is solid. They just, they're just not as good as Nurem's defensive line. I mean, that's mm-hmm. hey. but did y'all talk about Jason Adamiola tonight?
3: Yeah. Not a, yeah. I mean no, the interior not, line, but not. Yeah, specifically, really. I line, can't yeah.
1: wait to watch the all 22. Cause he just seemed to always be around the ball tonight. Like,
4: both of them were really good tonight. Both of the brothers were really good tonight. Hey, Ryan, how, who do you think is calling Ott right now out of the SEC? Which SEC? Oh, team? gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's at Cal Berkeley, get into any school, Sean, so it might not
4: just be wow. the
2: SEC. <laughs> you know, here's the crazy
1: thing, is, though, guys. He's really good. Yeah. You know one school that won't be calling him? Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Cause you got Jairian Price coming back next year.
3: Yeah, you got
1: Jabron Payne, who's a four star, and then you got yeah. Jeremiah Love and potentially Jaden Lamar coming in next year too. It ain't slowing uh, down, fellas. Yeah, I, it's I'd, not I'd still, down. I'd
2: still, I'd still call him. Mm-mm. You can't have nineteen guys. That I mean, you can't have nineteen <laughs> running backs. Just, <laughs> I mean, just, ah, ah, yeah. just throw, just throw them in the yeah. slot. That's what we you don't, do need back, you don't need a quarterback. We need quarterback. Just run Wildcat, baby. There you go. Jane, I would be a good Wildcat quarterback for being honest, but yeah. Lou Holtz
1: thunder and bolts. that's great. Freeman's rejection of the underdog role confidence in his team made the difference. That's a great point. never saw BK do that against top opponents. Freeman error kicked off tonight. let's freaking go. you know you know look I hate to do this right because it's it's unfair no you don't but it's 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 yeah I do because it's like it, it's gonna sound really like hyperbolic. But the person who said this, Lou Holtz, Thunder and Bolts, right? Like that's how Lou Holtz was, right? Lou Holtz would play deference to like these teams that weren't any good. But like, sure, y- you kind of saw like that. But like, you know, we're Notre Dame. Lou Holtz had that we're Notre Dame thing. You guys remember that speech that I played in the in the highlight video? Like Lou Holtz talking about Notre Dame and, and that that speech before the Michigan game about you know, let me see you disrespect me when we're nose to nose. You know what I mean? Like oh, Vince, remember yeah. I said they should have played that before the game.
3: Yeah, but it's like right.
1: but that's that's the mentality Marcus Freeman is bringing. You're 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 going to respect us. We're going to make you respect us. Yeah. And that's how that team played tonight. And they didn't do it in a cheap way, a dirty way. Like I'll tell you something that told me a lot about this football team. At the end of the first half, did you got did they show on TV the cheap shot that that Clemson kid not one Notre Dame kid came down and retaliated they all came down to protect their guy but not there was not a punch thrown a shove they were they were ready for it right to a degree but yeah. they didn't do something stupid to kind of say to get the offsetting like they were just jawing right. like okay you, you, you but what you they know, did is they turned around and got the Pope
3: crowd hyped that's what they did yes.
1: and you know what else they did vince they came out in the second half and beat Clemson's ass
3: right Yes, they
1: that's did. what they well, did.
2: I, I was I was just happy to see because, you know, before that, I didn't know Clemson wanted to play or even be on the field. So that was great to see that there was a little activity it, it, happening. It a little spark, life.
1: Ryan, it didn't spark Clemson in the second half, though. Right? At all. Right? I mean, at dude, all. Right? It, it pissed Notre Dame off. Yeah. Like, man. Zach Martin was super sad. Joel Alt's arms are so long. That is all. Go Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Michael yeah. Graves with a super chat. Thank you, Michael. All three facets uh, contributed tonight. For sure. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Gregory Gilbert with a super chat. 20 bucks for 20 showing out tonight. Benjamin Morrison. I love, Morrison. That. I love
3: awesome. when people give super chats that has that like have I meaning know. behind it. Yeah. I thought Riley Mills balled out tonight everybody. I, was, I knew you were gonna say that. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> I think every player balled out, so you should combine all the numbers together. <laughs>
1: I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm cool with that. Jesse's like, what's my cut of all that? i want <laughs> some, <of this laughs> some of this juice. Mark Nuno with a super chat. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Christopher Federico. I watched this game with friends who don't watch football. They were all like, who is this seven guy?
3: <laughs> I assume he's
1: talking about Audric Estimate.
3: Yeah. yeah. But
1: he ran. Look, I'm. A... let's say something. Let's give a lot of credit to Tommy Reese on this one. Have you watched Audrick Estime play since they gave him the ball after the fumble, like they benched him against against UNLV? And the first two plays of the next game, they gave Audrick the ball, and he's been a man possessed ever since. That's what good coaching is meant to do. Right. There was accountability for the fumble. He didn't play another snap the rest of the game. There was accountability. Right. Yep. But accountability doesn't have to be you throw the kid away. And, Ryan, you said it before the game. Do not give up on this kid, Sean. You and Ryan yeah. did the prediction show, and exactly and you guys both talked about this. Do not give up on Audric Estime, yep. and they didn't. First two carries of the
2: Syracuse game. How, how S- did he? How did he respond, Brian? Right, he has the tough moment, yes. and he is the first running back for Notre Dame this year to have back-to-back hundred-yard rushing performances. Yeah. Like it, that says it all. Yeah. It says it all. I mean, exactly. But but they could have easily
1: said, you know what, we got too many other good backs that are playing good football. You can't fumble the ball like you you get on them, you handle your business, there's accountability, and then you go right back to your your guy. Yeah. And man, it just says a lot about them. But then it also says a lot about Audrick, too, because your coaches can give you that chance. But what are you going to do with it? Man, he stepped up, boys, and he, mm-hmm. he I mean, he just Oh man. David Hot Hess with the super chat. Thank you, David. Can't wait for the talking heads. To see how Clemson didn't deserve to be fr- that's already started, David. Oh, that's hard. Ranked absolutely. Forth. I think we have possibly turned a corner. Freeman era onward Notre Dame. Now, here's the thing I will say. We're starting to turn the corner for watching. Notre- We're starting to watch them turn the corner. The next two weeks are going to be very important to me.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because guys,
1: the last two weeks they've played up to the co- level of the competition.
3: Yep. Next what?
1: week, they're not. They're playing that funky Can triple they be hype?
3: Can they be hyped for that? Yes. Can they be on the Maryland and play with the
1: same piss and vinegar you played the last two games? Yep. And same thing when BC comes to town. So, like, I, I look, I love what we saw tonight, but but it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't arrived yet. Mm-hmm. Now let's see that you can – you're not playing – because here's what it is, Jesse, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, there was this debate of, you know, they don't play well home. It's the operation. you got to think about the operation. And to me, it's a sign of an immature immature team when you play the level of your competition, right? So to me, I'm very curious to see if this is not a, we matched Clemson and Syracuse, or is it truly, this is who we are, and it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the field.
6: Yeah, that's how it's got to be. I thought coming into the game, it was more of playing down to your competition and I think next week is the perfect uh, test for that because it's a triple option offense. You have to play assignment sound. You have to do all the right things. You're going to, you know, you're going to, it's going to be a physical game. Um, And yeah, it's the perfect test to coming out and, and kind of squashing this kind of myth or not myth because it's been proven to be true so far, but coming off of Clemson and all of the, you know, that's what happened against BYU. They got back from BYU, big win, getting back from Vegas and they laid an egg. How can you go out against a team where you have to play assignment sound football um and can you continue to play at a high level? And I think that's a perfect test for them next week. Yeah, no doubt. And and to play
1: with with because like Sean, I mean, how many times the last couple of years have we watched Notre Dame go into this triple option game and just play passive? You know, like, ah, I don't want to hurt, you know, my knees or I don't want to do this, <laughs> and I don't oh. you know, just not even play aggressive. And that's something else I want to see too, is I want to see this team come out and just say, like, yeah, I want to see this offense like come out just, just like you know, we're we're gonna finally get it going. Yeah, I we're gonna learn a lot about this team because, like, look, this team has shown a very important character. Marcus Freeman has shown a very important characteristic. He can get his team to respond to adversity, but yeah. there's another part of being a great team. How do you handle success? Now that everybody's going to tell you how great you are, you just whoop Clemson's butt, and this is to the point Jesse was making, Sean. Everybody's telling you how how you're disappointing, and you shouldn't have lost to this team and that team. And you you you're able to use that as fuel to to do this. Now everybody's going to say, "Man, you guys have turned a corner. You guys have. This is who you're supposed. You guys doing great, and you're about to play two bad teams. And we're all talking about USC now, right? That's what the USC in three weeks. USC in three weeks, right? right? But absolutely, there's a couple games to play before that, Sean, where we're also going to learn a lot about this team. How do you handle success?
4: Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it, right? But I'm going to be honest. My prayer, like, I man, please just come out of this Navy game healthy. <laughs> With all the top blocks. <laughs> yes.
0: Just, yeah.
4: just come out healthy. Because that's the game where you find out you get ankle injuries, knee injuries, all types of nicks and bruises. And it's a physical game, more physical than most people actually realize. But it's an opportunity. I, I'm more interested in watching. Um, the offense mm-hmm. and what they try to do. Do they come in and just say, oh, we can just run over Navy? Or do they actually try to get, you know, the passing game flowing, you know, going into BC and then expand upon that? So by the time they get to USC, there's some other things that they can go to. I'm very interested whether or not they stay aggressive or become passive and kind of rest on their laurels you know, offensively and defensively, or do they stay aggressive? That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to be watching for. I think defensively, Al Golden has shown us that he's going to be aggressive pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he prefers to do. Um, Tommy, on the other hand, I mean, I, honestly, like I said, the way this offensive line is playing right now, I can't be mad at Tommy leaning on this offensive line. But I just But you know, though, Sean,
1: he, here's the thing, though, about leaning into it. There's leaning into it because you're just running the same freaking play over and over again. Yeah, that's kind of how yeah. I felt last week. But tonight there was purpose to it, though. That's yeah. the
4: difference.
1: Yeah, formation this way to seal the edge. Let's mix up inside, like let's show duo looks. Right. Pre snap, quickly right. shift. Don't give them time to adjust because they they were doing some scan. But tonight it was getting the huddle, make the call, get your shift, get your movement. Because we talked about this, Ryan, during the week, and I'm sure you know, Sean, you and Malik talked about it. I would imagine, and and uh, it was like, don't do the scan stuff. Just get lined up quickly. Don't let Clemson adjust, and they did that, and they were able to get leverage. They were able to. in Ryan, you talk about like we talk about protecting the run game. It's not just about mixing up your run plays, which we saw mixing up inside zone and do We saw G rap tonight come back and be successful. We saw a toss play that worked really effectively. Was it to Tyree or was it to Diggs? I can't. I think it might have been to Diggs. Diggs. But they ran a really decks, nice yeah. yeah and he made a great cut. Get him in space. But they were really using formations and such to um to protect certain things to get leverage, things we haven't seen. Sean, there was no purpose to it. It's just we're gonna line up in 13 personnel, protect the edges, and run duo yeah. at you. Yeah. We didn't we saw more per there was there was more intention, there was more method to the madness tonight.
5: Yeah. and
1: that's what I liked. Yeah.
4: And want to I, me up there for a second, you said you saw G rap tonight. I was yeah. like, man, cool g Rap was in the building. <laughs> Guard, uh, you know, I'm an old. I'm showing my age right now. I'm sorry. And you're like, man, I saw G Rap tonight. I'm like, word. Like, um, how, how did you go that? from
1: duo inside zone to a rapper was at the
4: game tonight? Right. No, but no. It, I think we've all mentioned it in some way, form, or fashion. It's just like uh, Ryan's been begging for it. Like, please show variety in the run game. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. That's going back to like the Ohio State game. Brian has been begging for it. Like, please show something different. And you saw it tonight. And Vince pointed out, man, we saw twenty-one personnel. What do you know? I still don't know why they didn't go
1: back
3: to that. that's enough. That the only but we thing. did see it, it
4: was, it was going to be wide open if they did. It was. Oh, gonna, they were so focused on the middle of the field in the run game. Yeah, what will route, flat route, it was gonna be wide yeah. open all night. Now I'm gonna say something
1: else, and I'm not gonna try to give away too much, but I talked about three or four different people this week that were at practice. And and Vince, when did the when did the wind weather thing start to was that about Thursday that the wind started like talk talk about how it was gonna be a lot windier yeah. than like first mm-hmm. it was gonna be rain and then like wind?
3: Right. Yeah, but
1: anyway, they, they had some stuff that they worked on this week that they were gonna use. That I think would have changed our perception of this game plan even more that they didn't get to because of the conditions. And I'll just mm-hmm. leave it at that. And so I'm curious to see if we're going to see that stuff moving forward. Um, and, and it didn't result tonight in a lot of throws, but because of the conditions, but we saw a lot of Dion and Tobias playing together I've in 12 personnel. Yeah. And if they get the pass game going out of 12 personnel with those yeah. two kids on the field,
3: that's when this offense really yep. takes off. Absolutely, I, I I actually really liked a lot of the personnel decisions offensively today. Yeah, yeah I really I did. did. I and, mean, again, I'd,
1: I'd like to see more twenty one. You know, I, I, I completely yeah, I, I agree. Would.
3: But you're seeing you're seeing and Merriweather on the field together right. a lot. But
1: yes, exactly.
3: exactly. I like that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. John Monty with a super chat. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. Notre Dame really put it all together all the way around. Go Irish. Thank you, Beautiful. John. Very, very much. Chris Frederico also said, where's Brian. So just to <laughs> let y'all know why I wasn't planning on being the show initially was because our internet went out and that's why you Vince know? is hanging out <laughs> in front of a treadmill instead of being at his, his house with that cool Notre Dame plaque behind yeah. him or that Irish breakdown plaque behind him is uh, we had bad storms today and our internet and Vince and I live in the same neighborhood. So we're on the yeah. same internet company and, and, uh, it went out and they said it was not going to be restored till three o'clock. And I knew we had Jesse coming on the show, so I didn't, you know, man, we'll be fine. And, uh, so Vince went over to his buddy's house. So I just wasn't planning on being a show, but we we're about five minutes from home when my mom calls. me. goes, Hey, the internet's back. And I was like, yep. Let y'all know I'm coming home. I'm not, <laughs> not going to talk to y'all. It. I'm going downstairs. I'm jumping the show. Answer's like, well, they she was like well why do you need? i said i'm gonna be on my show after they beat clemson there's no way i'm not gonna get on the show right. to a degree exactly after they beat clemson. it's not happening it's not happening but uh glad to be with y'all fat jack 33 because this is the first time i've been on a show with jesse so i'm kind of excited about that <laughs> vince i know you have before ryan i know you have i think uh fat jack 33 with super chat thank you all for the great work you do nice to see jesse in the house i agree Daniel Brown, with a super super chat. Thank you very much. Our our Canadian friend with it. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, hey. Thanks for the super chat, eh? Uh, Hey. Brian B., what a a super chat. Great win. Great IB staff chat. Thank you, sir, very, very much. And thanks again to all the people that showed up today. I got to meet some people that I'd seen before, some people I had never met before. Uh, Nick Gonzalez Mm -hmm. came in. He came in from San Jose, California to the game, and I got to meet him and his dad. That was great. Patrick Barnes with the super chat. Is it just me? It seemed like the loudest I've ever seen Notre Dame stadium. Yes. It was
3: up. It was up there since I've been there. I it mean, since there. I've been covering the team, it was the loudest. Except maybe, maybe the USC game in 05. 2017,
1: 2017, USC was pretty loud. USC you know which 05, game was also pretty loud? Push. 15, Texas was pretty nuts. Okay. That and, and then another game that was really loud, 14, Michigan in the second half was rocking. Remember, that's the year they won thirty-seven to nothing, and yes, it was thirty-seven to nothing. <laughs> Forget all that noise. Max took that. That was not a penalty on Max. That was a touchdown for Elijah Shoemate. But that second half was pretty loud. But for the entire this game, from start to finish, was crazy. Mm-hmm. And the only in and- Texas fifteen and USC seventeen are the two loudest I've seen other than like along with this, you know. But I I think tonight might even because like Vince, we felt a little like a a little rumble in the press box. We don't oh, normally. Yeah. You yeah. Normally, part field. of that was there the wind gust,
3: like but yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was a raucous crowd tonight, which is yeah. not normal, <laughs> but yeah, at all. Patrick
1: Fitzgerald, a big super chat. Thank you, Patrick, Woo! so very much. Benjamin Morrison, that's all I got. That's all you need, Patrick. All you need, that's all you need, I mean, oh, all you I need buddy. <laughs> Byron. Lev Klitsch was super chat. Thank you very, very much, Byron. Appreciate that. Patrick Barnes is back again. How much does a game atmosphere like this affect recruiting? Notre Dame Stadium was fire lit tonight, Ryan. Ryan, you I'll let Ryan address this because Ryan had a really good article about what this game can mean short term and long term if they win, Ryan. So why don't you go right. ahead? And, uh, and I'm sure you've already gotten some feedback on uh, on stuff. So, you know, why don't you, what are your thoughts on that, Ryan?
2: Yeah, I mean, Brian. I was reading a couple of the uh, a couple of texts that I've already had from recruits early on in the chat because that was something that we had already talked about. I mean, people said stuff like indescribable, best game I've ever been to, like not best Notre Dame game, best game I've ever been to, electric, like all those words kind of used. And I think that for me, it's it's actualizing things, right? It's mm-hmm. it's you, you hear the vision. You hear what Coach Freeman wants to do. You hear what this position coach wants to do and what the long-term goals of this program are. But then you see this type of victory, right, and you feel that atmosphere and you feel the energy and it becomes actualized. And you're like, oh, that's that's what they're preaching to me, right? Like that's that's real. That's here. That's tangible. I can feel it now, right? So those things I think are kind of what was exemplified in this game tonight for recruits. If you were there – in the stadium, and I know that I've gotten a lot of feedback at this point with guys who just kind of – they're in awe with what this game meant to their feelings of the program, and it's it's actualizing the excitement around the program that we know was there already. That's it right there. All the stuff that they've been selling recruits about who they're going to be,
1: it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to show it. I've used this example before, guys where I talked about, I remember talking to Alizé Mack and he was talking about his recruitment and he said, when I went to UCLA, because if y'all remember, he was committed to UCLA for a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I went to UCLA, they'd get on the board and, and draw up how they were going to use me. When I went to Notre Dame, they popped in the film and showed me how they're going to use me. And it, it that mattered. Yeah. You know? And Marcus Freeman's talked, we're going to be physical, run a ball, we're going to play with, you know, attitude, we're going to do all this. Okay, cool, show me. Well, two games in a row they've shown you. Can I say something else? Yep. Notre Dame blew out Syracuse 41-27. No, I can't. Man, you're so mean. Like, they oh. beat Clemson 35-14. Do you all know they have scored in the 20s offensively in both games? Like, like where offense got the ball and drove down the field and scored? Now, that's not a shot on the offense. That's all they needed. But like it's the, it's the What I'm talking about is the, the nature of the team wins. Yeah. Right. Which means, guys, they're, the offense is going to get figured out some way, somehow. Imagine what they can do when that gets figured out. They have thrown for about 200 yards of total the last two games. Around 200 yards total. And they dominated two
3: teams that are already bowl eligible. It's impressive. It, it just went from 159 to one. We officially
6: hit daylight savings.
3: Yes, we did. We just We're went back, back to an noon. hour. All right. We're back to you're back to one. We went from 159 okay. to one. That's what I'm talking about, Vince. You which, said which we were means, gonna do it, which
2: means we have another hour, right? That's <laughs> right, it's only one o'clock. Suck it up,
1: <laughs> suck it up. So, so it did for Sean. It was almost like you had to repeat Saturday again, George Delaney, because Sean's in central time. George yep. Delaney, Notre Dame finally beat a top five team rated team with a healthy squad uh after 12 years so congratulations to bk uh neither neither team is making the college football championship and you never want to face freeman's ND ever thank you george chris federico with another super chat thank you very much chris their wide receiver screen wasn't there all night i I was always happy to see them run it i wrote this in in, in, and ryan i'd be curious to get your thoughts on this i felt like and jesse you can chime in too you guys are the defensive guys I felt like Notre Dame was baiting Clemson into throwing their RPOs outside. I thought Absolutely. the way Notre Dame was lining up, and they would kind of like that snap, kind of peek inside, and as soon as they saw DJ pull, they were flying to the sideline. It's almost like they wanted Clemson to throw those passes. Like if right. that's what I felt like to me, the way that they were lining up and the way they were reacting post snap, it's like they knew they could bait DJ into pulling and throwing those balls. Did you guys see that on on, on watching the game, or is that something you have to go back right. and, and and look for?
2: No, I mean, I got got that vibe. I would say this. This is a – and we talked about this, Brian, during the week, right? Like this is a Clemson wide receiver group that outside of Antonio Williams isn't really a yak team, right? Like they're not the the big take a screen, break a tackle, slip a tackle, going to create a big play. Like that's not how they're built outside of Antonio Williams. So I think it's smart of Notre Dame to, hey, let's work inside out and then let's let them – you know, try to actualize those types of plays, but we know that that's not their bread and butter, right? So you're forcing a team to try to take advantage of something that I don't think is a strength for them. So what you're saying, so Jesse, what we're saying is schematically,
1: (laughs) Al Golden and the staff said, we're going to not let them beat us with what they like to do best. We're going to make them beat us with the worst part of their football team. That's called good coaching.
6: Yeah. And like Ryan said, they just, they use their leverage a lot. They made them, you know, they forced everything to the outside, uh, use the 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 sideline as their extra defender, and it was just good to see good tackling, forcing everything inside out, like he was saying, and just make good plays on the perimeter. Man, it was fun to watch. I mean, just because again, it's not that they
1: physically. I mean, I, I honestly, there's look, there's net. I've never watched a game, and Sean, I know you haven't either, because you and I are very similar. to I've never watched a game where I looked at every call and said, I wouldn't change anything. Like, right, there's always going to be things you I don't like this call, that call and that, that, this is true of this game, but I really felt like they were well-coached in on both teams. I felt like they were well-prepared. They knew where Clemson was weak. They knew how to get Clemson on their heels. I just felt like game plan-wise and execution-wise, you'd have thought Notre Dame was the team with the extra week to prepare, not Clemson. And, I mean, I, look, hats off. We've been ripping Tommy Reese all year, and it's not – we've said It's not personal. I don't want to rip Tommy Reese. It's because that's – but tonight – I thought, the, especially with the conditions, because what if we caught 19 Michigan, 16 NC State? That team was woefully unprepared for the weather conditions. Tonight, they were not. Now, part of this because the team is suited for that, right? But we were asked a lot before the game, like, which team do we thought was going to, to be better prepared? But, like, Notre Dame forced Clemson to throw the football, and there was nothing Clemson could do to force Notre Dame to throw the football. Nothing. Nothing. Notre Dame's like, we're going to throw when we want to. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, man, was impressive. Townie Irish, finally. Thank you for the Super Chat, Townie. Finally, a dominant performance. Go Irish. Brandon Plensner with his Super Chat. Joseph told me post-game he'll be good by next week because I asked him if he was good when I ran into him after the game because <laughs> we didn't see a lot of Brandon Joseph yes. in the second half of the game. That's injury so, yeah. inside
2: our Brandon Brandon Pleasant right yeah, now. That's wow. right. That's right. Was he
1: Breaking news on Irish breakdown. Baby. I love it. Man. when he
3: told you that. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Was he like, yeah, I'm good? Guard.
1: Yeah, they had them. They had him pinned in on like like when they stormed the field. Like, hey man, I'm good as long as y'all let me get through this 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 yeah. line and get to the game. Yeah, but, right.
2: Vince, can, so, you, can you do, can you do that imitation again? That was fantastic. <laughs> you know, like yeah, my I'm limp. Limping. I'll be
3: good. Yeah. I'll be good. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> Vince,
1: Vince. I love you, man. You're the best. Tyler Ravens super chat. ACC champs. I can't wait till till North Carolina and Clemson play in the ACC championship. And Notre Dame is that like, we smashed both of y'all. Like, yeah, right. Battle hey, of second
3: place. Sean, Sean had the stat earlier: twenty-seven zero against ACC teams all in the regular season. Unbelievable. I mean, up to the, you know the last. And 20-30 Notre Dame games.
1: has now beat Clemson two of the last three times. By that the way, is accurate. They've played. Yes, sir, Bob. Here we go. Tyler Evans with a super chat. Thank you, Tyler. How did Clemson not get a flag the last play said quarter going into halftime? They Which did. play was
3: that? They're talking about the push, the shove? Like after the fact? They definitely they got, got, a they got a penalty. I thought
1: it might have been. Um, I wonder if and the last was play Another was a player? stack. The last play I was a stack in so. front of me. I wonder if he's talking about like something beforehand.
2: I'm not sure. He's
1: sure, talking not about parts and
2: they got, they got the 15 yards to start the second half. Yeah. There's right, a lot of things I didn't team.
1: know how they how they were going to get – how why they weren't <laughs> calling flags. Sean – and by the way, did you all talk about how not only did Cam Hart make plays, but Cam Hart basically beat the receiver so bad that forced him into holds too? Like it doesn't show up in the stat sheet for him, but like that was a big part of it too, man. <laughs>
3: yeah. Big
1: part yeah. of it too. Sean Hartman of Super Chat, thank you, Sean, so much. So sweet to win this game in the dominant fashion we did. Smash mouth football yeah, all baby. game long. Look, a win over Clemson is big no matter what. Mm. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I felt like it, a beating Clemson's not a statement win, right? It's a good win. You're at home, you know I mean? you're not are supposed to win sure. that game. Sure. The way they won this game is a statement. Absolutely. Yep. It's like what did we say? We want to see them leave the field where you're just you you know who the better team is. That was never a question tonight. Never a question tonight at all. Spark five two one nine with a Super Chat dominance since the Lou Holtz era. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Sean O'Hara with a Super Chat. How big of a trap game could BCB? I you can set you can set any trap you want. That's a bad football team. Yeah, you know. But that's the kind Especially of the if point that we five but, is not the yeah, QB, right? And that's the point, Jesse and I were talking about earlier. It's like the next couple of weeks, and Sean also the next couple of weeks, you get a, you get to show that you've that you have matured as a football team. Is how ready can you mm-hmm. be for that game? And and I'll say this too, guys. I think the way that Notre Dame is playing right now, it's much more slump proof because it's not about weather conditions, it's not about you know timing of your pass game. It's we're gonna line up, we're gonna kick yeah. your butt.
4: Yeah,
1: and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it, and it's it's not and it's not just one side of the ball, right? Like a lot of these teams catch football, they're either great on defense, and this is what makes Georgia so good because the You know, I've been pretty good at predictions this year. I think you guys would all agree to that. But the one I got really, really wrong was Georgia-Tennessee. And what I don't give enough credit to Georgia is Georgia is just a team. They're going to physically beat your butt, and they're going to do it Mm -hmm. on both sides of the ball. Where, you know, Tennessee showed tonight, like if the one side of the ball isn't on their game, they can't win. Right? If Ohio State's offense is off, they don't look very – they look pretty bad. You know, where Notre Dame can go into those same conditions and say, so what? This is what we want. 40-mile-an-hour wins? Mm-hmm. Cool. Because that means we're just going to freaking push you around the field all night.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That was, you know, if they do that, then then trap games don't become trap games. But it's about whether or not they can show that maturity to, to bring that same to same focus, right? You're not going to bring the same energy. You're not going to have the same energy playing BC. You're just not. It's BC. It's just, that's not realistic, but focus, the focus can stay the same for that game compared to this one. Ryan Loftus with a super chat. How does this impact recruitment? What a statement Ryan Ro- talked about that earlier. This is, this is big y'all. I mean, this is, this is big. It can't and hurt Ryan. It certainly can't. And hurt. then the article, the article, Ryan, t- he's like, look, it's going to help you close 23. But mm-hmm. Notre Dame's kind of stalled a little bit with 2024. Like, you know, this is the kind of game because of, Hey y'all. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we told you. This is what we told you we were going to be, and now yeah. now you got a chance to do it. Sean O'Hara, <laughs> the super chat. Thank you, Sean. Who was the biggest recruit there? Uh, Peyton Bowen. Ryan. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm answering this for
4: you. <laughs> Peyton Bowen. Not even a question. Yeah.
1: Do you want? Did you watch Oklahoma get smacked by Baylor? Did you watch Texas A&M get smacked by uh, the old Florida Gators? Texas A&M, there?
2: Three in, Texas A&M is three and Texas six, six. Man, three and Do
1: and you want to go there? Play for those oh teams gosh, on defense, terrible. or do you want to come here and be a star and be a champion and walk out? Were they top with ten, top five, degree. something
3: going into the season? Which we look, let's we all said yes. that was a joke. Always Harvin, I know, but still, but still, yeah, that's an epic collapse. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be three and six right now. Yeah,
1: Sean I'm Hartman sure. said,
3: "What do we pay Mason to stay forever?" Look.
1: I don't want Brian Mason to stay forever because he's a young guy with a fan. I want him to be a head coach someday. I want Dylan McCall to be a head coach someday. There's one coach that I'm giving a lifetime contract to, and that's Harry He That's the Harry one Heastan. dude on the staff that wants to be a full-time life or his assistant. Right. There's Correct. two coaches, Marcus Freeman and Harry Heestand. I want Mickens to be gone someday because I want him to be a head coach someday. I want these uh, you know, I want Al to get that shot. I want Dylan to get that shot. You know, I want all those guys to have that shot if they want it. Sure. Harry's not going anywhere. Coach Free's not going anywhere. Those are the two guys that I want. But if Brian Mason loves it here and he wants to pull a Mike Elston, I'm cool with that, too. You know, I'm cool with that, too. All right. Uh, We got a super chat here from Will Pakou. Go MF Tigers. Brian Kelly isn't the same guy he was. Thank you for the super chat very much. Sean O'Hara,
3: can we beat SC? Look, uh, yeah. I'm I'm going to make a statement. Did you see Cal put 35 on him just now? Yeah, Jack, Jack gonna, Palmer
2: threw for 400 yards against them. 406 yeah, yards.
3: There you go. Yeah, there play,
4: you the, go. play the Cam Hart clip, Brian. <laughs> just, just play the Cam Hart clip. Uh, I'm
1: gonna say this, and I mean it. And Sean and I, I think Sean, you and I talked about this on the show after Stanford. I believe we said this on the show. If this team plays its potential, that there aren't many teams that can beat them. You're Correct. Right. And especially on their own schedule, if they could do this to Clemson, there's nobody on their schedule that can. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it can USC beat Notre Dame? Yes, they can. Of course, yes, they can. Of course. But can Notre Dame beat USC? There's no question. There's no question. If Notre Dame continues to develop as a program and plays their game, and Sean O'Hara says, "Will be, will be, will we, Where will we be ranked Sunday?" I don't really. I, I mean. I'd say probably early early 20s. Yeah, is, I'd I would say that. Somebody said
3: 19. I think that might be thinking, a little high. Yeah, I was thinking well, about high
4: teens.
1: The only reason okay. I would say high teens is possible cuz normally you don't, you know, 6 and 3, but you saw a lot of teams at the bottom
3: lose tonight. That's true. You know, there's going to be a so, shake up in the bottom half for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, you saw you saw 20 Syracuse lose, they're out. 21 Wake Forest lost, they're out. 16 you know, loss, 18 Oklahoma State loss. They're now 6 and 3. 16 Yeah, at least Illinois you could at least say they're, you know, they're they got, you know, they got 2 7 and 2, but they don't have any good wins. Their name's got like exactly. Who was it so, earlier that was talking about was it was it Jesse you're talking about like who's got more statement wins right now? I mean, who's got more big wins in mm-hmm. Notre Dame right now? Right, yeah. but like that's the other thing too. Like, who? What's Illinois' statement win? So yeah, I mean, Sean, I think you're right. I think I could see late teens. The the poll that means more for me, Sean, though, is I don't really now, once the once the college football playoff poll comes out, I don't I stop really caring.
3: Yeah, that's about. the one. The Tuesday is the They'd one I, the care, about, yeah. I, don't, I don't th- care about. Yeah, care. they'll the be. It. They were like, what were they like
1: thirtieth on the AP poll this week,
6: guys?
3: They were, were getting they like some the votes. Mo- they were getting. Some I think votes.
1: they they were pretty high, Jesse. I think they were like fifth, the fifth team out. I think they were on, like, 30th out. Like, they actually went from no votes the week before that when they pounded Syracuse, they actually got a lot of votes. Now you beat a top-five Clemson team. Yeah. I mean, not. let me me rephrase that. You destroy a top-five Clemson team, you're going to jump into the top 25. There's no doubt about it. Andre Rainey. Brian, does a true QB1 put us over the top? I mean, it's not the only thing, right? There's some other things that have to get fixed. but. Yes, it, it, it. If they can continue building on this right now, it. I mean, look, I still think, you know, we need to see a little bit more in the D line. You know, linebacker still has room to get a little better. You know, some things like that. Receiver room needs more depth and all those kind of things. But yeah, uh, a kicker that can consistently make kicks. But I mean, the biggest thing still missing from the program right now is a a big time quarterback. I mean, I mean, hey, Vince, maybe Dylan's that guy. Who knows, man. Get get some protein shakes in them, man. Let them fill out a little bit. I, there you go. I was, Don't about worry. Say, I was about to say
3: that. I was about to say it. You always still my thunder,
1: Brian, man, what did you and I talk about last night, man? It's just, it it's still my just,
3: thunder, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The recruiting guy Sorry, was talking man. about my son. That can't be bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Warnick. What a super <laughs> sticker. Thank you, Steven. Very, 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 very much. <laughs> um Brian Burke says, after Dabo's late TD I would have thrown long. I I would have. I mean, I might have I lost it if he'd have done that. If he would have had Tommy throw a bomb, like just put Tobias or Dion outside, okay. just throw a fade. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been like the – that would – okay. If you could say what was the only thing that could make this a better night, that would have been it right there. Is if he'd have called that – hey, Clemson hasn't quit, so we're not going to quit. You know, like that would have been good. But you're timeouts. That means it. But you know yeah. what, though? I almost kind of like the fact that Notre Dame said, you can call timeout and plan for whatever you want. You still can't stop us running the football. Right. right? We're still going to put, we're, we're still going to rush I for 13 Jesse we needed was talking 11. about that. Thir- yeah. It's like just that. Yeah. That, that was a bigger. I mean, maybe the fade could have resulted in a touchdown, but that to but me that was that a bigger, bigger
3: middle finger. You don't than, belong that was just like, on the field with us. Yeah. Exactly. You're not
1: in our league right now right because you know what's coming
3: yes and you still everybody in this i mean you talked about how you know when you talk about the offensive line from 2017 and how everybody in the stadium knew they were going to run the ball everybody in the stadium has known notre dame is going to run the ball the last two weeks every time that they were about to do it and neither clemson nor syracuse could stop them nobody nothing i mean marcus freeman could have been like we're running duo next it's gonna be duo to the left to the left. And it would it would not have mattered in any way, shape, or form. I
1: mean, that's kind of pretty much what Tom Reese did against Syracuse. I mean, because dude kind of you, you kind of gives away formationally. Yeah, you know, pretty much did. Michael yeah. Burke, 54, 76, <laughs> bookends for a generation. Uh
2: Michael,
3: I like that.
1: I hate to break it to you, but Joe Alt's the left tackle and Blake's the right tackle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he he knew he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Michael. We appreciate you. Uh Sean O'Hara record of N D now with or without Tyler Buckner. I I don't want to spend too much time on this because we don't know. I was asked this question in the tailgate. I, I said they're seven and two if Tyler Buckner's a start quarterback. I think they'd have beat Stanford. I just I do. But you wonder you wonder if would they have been forced to become this team if Tyler right. was still playing?
3: Right. And I think that's a big That's, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. And that's not a shot on Tyler. It's just like they were forced to become this team, and it's just like it's almost like, you know, yeah. All right. Sean O'Hare, John the Falcon, Brian, be honest, would have have, uh, used the internet issue as an excuse to miss a show if Mm -hmm. this game was 35. (laughs) If this game was 35-14 Clemson, yeah, I'd be upstairs hanging out watching tv or something right now I, crying in my milk or you know, I my, wouldn't be my cereal my or something i like wouldn't
3: that. be in my buddy's yeah. basement right now i'd be like yeah. ah, this internet. show would have
1: been over like an hour and a half ago <laughs> ryan sean and jesse yeah sorry y'all Vincent, i don't have internet you know yep. you guys you sorry know, i'd be
3: studying the inside of my eyeballs right now yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> jesse like man this is the this is the show i get invited on for is this <laughs> one yeah exactly Nobi with a super chat. Thank you, Marcus Freeman. Era officially started tonight, first season, and already it has a top five win and a dominating one at that. What do you guys think this does for the twenty twenty three QB recruiting? I, mean, I think it makes Notre Dame. Ryan, when you say this is kind of something like, if you're a kid the Notre Dame jumps on, like, look, it's not going to make Jackson Arnold want to come Notre Dame or mm-hmm. or Dante Moore or whoever else, but you know, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I I think it's got to open up some eyes.
2: I think so. I mean, when you think about, I mean, starting point is the offensive line, the running backs, right? Like you look at that (laughs) running game, that's going to protect you. Look at the offensive line. That's going to protect you. And then you can do your research and see, oh, wow. They also got this guy named Jaden Greathouse in the 2023 class and, uh, Braylon James and, uh, Dylan Edwards, Rico Flores, pretty good player. You know, Cooper Flanagan, pretty, pretty solid tight end too. So, uh, they get, they get a lot going for them in the 2023 class. So we'll see how everything pops out and finishes out here in 2023. But I, I still feel pretty good that Notre Dame will end up with the, with a quarterback. But there's a lot to sell with this type of performance, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you're a quarterback, though, I mean, you got to think that that guy's going to look at this and say, I could be the missing link. I mean, like somebody said, I mean, yeah, there's other things you got to work on, but the most glaring thing is a big time quarterback. You know, I mean, I just gotta think that's that call is gonna be a lot because some people say, well, you know, why would a quarterback want to play in that offense? All they do is hand the ball off. But it's a real easy sell. Hey, man, we don't want it to have to,
2: you know. Imagine how good we'd be if we could actually throw the ball too. You know, right? And, and,
1: and you could
5: and you could sell.
2: You. Yeah, and you could sell an opportunity to compete early, right? Like the right. quarterback play is not where it needs to be right now, and you can right. come in, you can compete, man. Let's right. see what you can do. Yep.
1: Craig Sebring with Super Chat. If you would have told me we run for
2: 263 yards
1: on Clemson, I would have said you were drunk. But to quote Lou Holtz, we played smash face football. I would have not believed that. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have thought that. I thought that. I was like, look, I think they could rush for like a buck 63, and you know, and that's a good performance against a team. Y'all, Yo, Clemson came in giving up 87.8 rushing yards per game. 87.8. Eight games into the year, they're giving up 87.8 points <laughs> yards per game.
2: Three yards per carry coming into the football game.
1: Yeah. And Notre Dame's rushing attack tonight averaged 5.6 yards per carry, even with them taking a knee at the end of the game. Crazy. 5.6 per per carry. Caleb Collins, what happened to Lorenzo Styles? That kid's confidence is shot. Did you guys see him
2: fighting the ball on that? Yeah. That was awful, man. That was was awful. Yeah. Like – Brian, I, okay. I'm usually I'm usually an advocate for letting guys fight out of their slumps, but like this is middle him right now. You can't yeah, play him right a, now.
1: Sean, here's the difference. Ryan, here's the difference. Audric had yeah. his fumbles, had to mm-hmm. deal with the consequences in that one game, and he's yeah. bounced back. This going back to Cow. This has been an issue yeah. for Lorenzo. Going back to Cow.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, I, at some point in time, you got to be like, my man, like. And we had somebody tell us, in the thing that this was going on all week in practice. Somebody at the tailgate told us this is yeah. going on all week in practice. It's in
2: his head now.
4: Yeah, and he's yeah.
1: fighting
2: the ball. Yeah, you know, and because it's not, I, it's not like he's, it's not like it's a highly contested pass or something, right? Like no, it's, you got the training
4: wheels on him right now. You're throwing him yeah. screens and stops, yeah. and, and like he it's can't just catch not, Yeah, you know, he looks like someone that's become robotic, and he's not being athletic anymore. Right. He's, like he's out at this point in time, yeah. guys. I mean, it's in his head. That's, that's a good point. You know, Brian, I mean, uh, Brian, we always say this. Like, we go back to the two t- games in 2020 and we say, look, Notre Dame was able to control the trenches six of the quarters. Six of the eight quarters, they controlled the line of scrimmage against Clinton. It's, it's now 10 now of 12 quarters. 10 <laughs> of 12 quarters. Like, so now it's become yeah. a theme. Like, Right. The players feel like oh, we can we know we can push right. you around. Yeah, it was almost like when Lou Holtz faced Miami. You might have more speed, but we know we can push you around. Yeah,
1: yeah. So well, Sean, we had a we had a super chat that speaks to this. I want to pull this up to, to your point. Guy N says IB Nation extends all the way to Japan. So you know that's awesome. Like that's so that's great. You said before the game you didn't believe our O line was going to be able to dominate their D line. Do you believe now? What I said was, is I didn't think they were going to be able to, to like to dominate them the way that they had done before. I thought they'd win some snaps, Clemson win some snaps. I thought they could play well. And what we said was, what I said was, dominant against this team is not going to look like it did against Syracuse. That's where I was dead wrong because it was even more dominant than it was against Syracuse. Well, and. Uh, do I believe now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm a, sorry for, for doubting you guys, <laughs> Yeah. but I mean, I did guys, I I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, you know, I, I, I like to be right. You know what I mean? And, and I, I'm like, I was right about the running back. This is why I graded all, you know, Logan Diggs so high coming out of college. This is why I had Benjamin Morrison as top hundred guy, blah, 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 blah. I, I, you, I, Sean, if you'd have told me on on a show this week, they're like, "Hey guys, they're gonna they're gonna run for two hundred fifty yards." Dude, Sean, this isn't the Homer site, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we do here. This isn't the Homer site. I would not. I would have not believed it. I, I guys, I would not have. Or I'd have said, like, maybe they rip off like an eighty-yard touchdown run at the end of the game or something like that, yeah. right? Like, I wouldn't yeah. have believed it. Yeah, two hundred sixty-three mm-hmm. yards, and your longest run, your longest run was twenty yards. You Averaged five point six yards per. You had two hundred. Here's the here's a great stat, guys. Two hundred and seventy one gained yards. They only had eight negative yards in the game, and two of those negative yards were taking a knee at the end of the game, and yeah. another one of those negative y- group of ne- batch of negative yards was Drew Pine getting sacked. Like, wow, that was impressive. That was really impressive, man. Unbelievable. But th- hey guy, my man. I love the fact that IB Nation is worldwide. Like that is so we have Ireland. We have our, our guy Alberto from Spain, our Canadian friends. We've had people from uh, uh from Southeast Asia. Now we got Japan. Love that IB Nation is worldwide. That is so awesome. So awesome. Uh we got another super brian Zach Martin also gave us another he stand he stand mason 2024. So he's Ooh. going with the veteran. The vet is going to get the, the 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 lead on that ticket. Adrenaline inspired. I missed the Ian Book interview. Can someone give me a link to it? I can't find it anywhere. Like at all. What's he talking about?
4: No idea. I think he was on NBC. Oh, Peacock pregame, if I'm not mistaken. Did they not
1: have the uh, the uh, Clemson people doing halftime for NBC in this game or something? Did they? Hey, not have yeah,
4: Lebron Kirkland was on there with Julian Love this week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so lame. Oh, this is hilarious. This is a great name. I Ain't Afraid of No Goats. <laughs> Y'all get that for the playoff play on of Ghostbusters? I Ain't Afraid mm-hmm. of No ghosts. Okay, good. Um, this was the best Notre Dame defensive performance, I think, uh, since some of the game in 2012. And if not 2012, then Willingham's first year when we won six games without the offense scoring a point. I mean, it was... Guys, this was very reminiscent of 2012. But here's the difference: this team is faster than that. This isn't like as the big physical team like they were in 2012. This team's faster. But as far as dominance, mm-hmm. I'd say it's. Cl- I mean, uh, over a good team, yes. I don't. I don't think the 2012 defense ever dominated a good team the way that they dominated tonight. Yeah. Right. Like I may, maybe Stanford. But Stanford still rushed for 147 yards in that game and averaged 4.2 yards per play. Clemson mm-hmm. tonight have averaged 4.3 yards per play, and let's be real about that. A lot of that's because of the stuff they got late in the game. Yep. right. Yeah. At, at, for most of the game, Notre Dame had more rush yards than Clemson had total yards. It wasn't mm-hmm. until the last drive that Clemson went over. And even then, at the end of the game, Clemson finished with 281 yards of total offense. They had seventy Notre some Dame at
2: halftime. Yeah, Notre Dame had two hundred and
1: sixty-three rushing yards. Oh man, nice.
4: nice. I'd have to
1: think. It's, I mean, there's been some dominant games, but I mean, I get, I, I get the point he's making. Like this looked like this is what we thought. The we're talking about a lot about the offense tonight, right? And yeah. part of that is because the defense has been pretty good this year, so it's not as shocking to watch the defense do what they did. But I, I do feel like. As we talk about how good the offense was, we can't forget about how the defense was really good tonight, guys. Yeah, really good. Fantastic. Really good. Stephen Don Moyer with a super chat after today's game. How likely do you see a QB flip? I, Thoughts, Ryan? I mean, I, it uh, just depends on who they target. I mean, let me see who yeah. they reach out to this week. Right? It's not—they're yeah. not, not going to flip someone that's currently like that's not like. It's, like, it's not going to be Dante Moore. It's not going to be Jackson mm-hmm. Arnold. It's not going to be mm-hmm. somebody like that, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we've put the names on the board, right? Like you put the names yeah. on the board that, you know, we think that Notre Dame should go after or that, you know, Notre Dame is taking peeks at and all that good stuff. As Notre Dame continues to play better football, I think it'll make it easier to flip one potentially. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, we have to kind of see how the process plays out here. Only a yeah. few weeks from signing day, which is pretty wild. I know. So. I know. It won't be Avery Johnson. It's
1: another name that people float. Uh, Jacob Abel. Thank you, Jacob. Hey, Vince. I was glad to meet you at the tailgate. Brian, didn't get to talk to you, but thanks for the food. Great win. Students are rightfully celebrating. Jacob, thank you for stopping by. I'm sorry I didn't see you. So, I, I think I remember, uh, though, here after I remember you seeing over there. I apologize I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun tonight, guys. I really wish you could have come. Sean, and Ryan, you've been at a tailgate. Jesse and Sean, you guys haven't been at one. We'll have to get you guys to one of these one of these days. So, Sean, what you got to do is you got to not put it out in the universe that you're coming, right? <laughs> just maybe in your head, think about it, but then just like show up on Saturday and like head
4: to the game. You know what I mean? Just like I'm just control. No, I, I, I think what I'll do is I'll come down. i all do. I'm perfect when I'm coming down for media stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I'll just just say you're coming to cover the game, so I'll yeah. come down like to cover, and that'll be yeah. Instead of coming, there you to go, see it, there you go.
1: Andy Nation, that was fun. Thank you for the super chat. That was fun. Pick six, so so sweet. Sevens equal beast. Mm-hmm. Sean Stewart, I mean, this just sums it up right here, guys. If you just want to sum this game up in two words, and it's really <clears> in <throat> all three phases, bully ball. Yes. Yep. I mean. Yep, yep, yep. Guys, in in all three phases, it was that way. Because we're not Mm -hmm. talking enough about that, Jesse. We're not talking enough about how the Notre Dame defensive line whooped the Clemson offensive line in this game, too. Yes, they did. We're not talking
6: enough about that. The defense just never gave Clemson an avenue to get back into the game, and that was a very, very refreshing thing, and that's kind of Mm -hmm. been – the backbone of the defense's mistake is Notre Dame kind of having the success, and then the defense giving up a big play when they need to stop them the most. Because right? mm-hmm. you,
4: were, we were waiting for it, right? Right. Yes. Like we were all waiting for it to happen. We were like, "Okay, it's going yep. to happen." Yep. 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 Never did. Yeah. And yeah, one of their true.
1: touchdowns was officiating driven.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it you sure was.
1: Know. The wine dude with a super chat. Thank you, sir. That was the most complete game since Michigan 2014. The O line put together a Joe Moore award type performance, steaks and wine for all after this masterpiece. (laughs) You know, that's a that's and but and here's here's again that put it in. I think that he's on. I mean, that was that Michigan game in 2014 was a really dominant performance. Yep, but again, y'all, that Michigan team wasn't nearly as good as the team they beat today. It's true. I mean, very true. Not even close. Yeah. Let manager one with a super chat. Thank you very much. Okay, boys, what are you setting the over under on rushing yards versus USC? I'm just worried about Navy first, y'all. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. let's do that one. But yeah, I'll say this, that it, it better at least have a two on it if they're going to win that game.
4: I said it earlier, 220, 220 mm-hmm. 225. USC will be coming off an emotional game. For the Pac-12 championship, that's gonna
6: be two tough uh, weeks for USC, UCLA, yeah. and the Notre Dame.
1: UCLA first, yeah. and then Notre Dame. And, and, by, uh, and by tough, Jesse, you're talking about physically tough,
6: physically yeah. tough.
4: Yes,
1: Chip,
6: Chip Kelly up up tempo, but still runs very At physically. Harvard, man, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. They are, yeah. they are. How'd they do tonight? Did you guys? What was? I didn't oh, see a lot of the. They race were sport. up double digits. They were up double okay. digits. Yeah. I'm looking at the final for their game now. I don't, I don't see it here. Um, fifty to thirty-six. Wow, they yeah. gave up a lot of points tonight. Um, but yeah, they scored fifty. That's a physical, physical football. And he's reinvented himself a little bit. They're not running the ball the way they did at Oregon with the speed and the tempo and a mess outside zone and, and buck sweep and reads. I mean, they're coming at you. And that mm-hmm. team comes at you. That's going to be two. Jesse's nailed it. That's going to be two really. Really physical games, and then does Notre Dame benefit? It's like this: either USC benefits because they got a taste of that physicality and it prepares them for Notre Dame, or what I think is going to happen is kind of what happened to Syracuse against Notre Dame. It's like Clems- Clemson softened him up, and then Notre Dame came in and said, "Okay, if you think that was tough,
3: right?
1: Right? right. Wait, <laughs> if right. you think Clemson was physical, wait till you get a load of us.
4: Right. You know right. what I mean?"
1: And, and with all due respect to Clemson, they're not nearly as physical on offense as UCLA is. Not I can close. tell you
4: who feels really good about their chances tonight. That's North Carolina. They're probably yes. looking at their chops like, oh, yes. we, can, yeah, we can hang with Clemson. Yes. Oh, we can absolutely hang with Clemson. Oh, yeah. They no probably
1: feel it. that way. I love this next one. This is from Car Baldino. With a super chat, thank you very much. Benjamin Morrison is my dad. All righty then, there you go. Abe Gambino with a super chat, a big one. Thank you very much, sir, appreciate you. Who would have thought the way this year has gone, we would snatch Clemson's soul. I don't get to see it much, but I live for Dabo tears. Yeah, I mean, that's a great, I mean, they, 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 they did, guys. I mean, Clemson, by the fourth quarter, Clemson just wanted that game to be over. I mean the, Dabo didn't, but the players did. And part of me wonders if he saw that. And that's why he was calling the timeouts to hey, like, like we we can't quit guys. But like Clemson's defense wanted yeah. they didn't have Sean, they didn't have that no that Rashim Green no moss moment from 2017 where he just like, y'all remember that? Like when he just turned his yeah. back on Q. Well, I was, was like, awesome. I don't want to this, man. I'm tapping out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm done. All right. But they didn't want to be there anymore. It's like did y'all ever see that Key and uh, Key and Peel skit? Like front hand, back hand. Like yeah. oh, I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like that. It's like I don't want to get smacked anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm yeah. I'm just done getting punched in the mouth. They don't want to be there, guys. And <laughs> I, I love the way he put that. They snatched Clemson's soul. Clemson knew they were. not Clemson knew early they were not the better team, and yeah. they didn't know how to handle it. Like they didn't know how to handle it. John Mann? I've been waiting 20 years for one like that. Go Irish and cheers, boys! Keep up the amazing work. We will do our best, John, and we appreciate you very, very much. Right near the end here, finally, with so many super chats tonight. We appreciate y'all so very much, Brendan McGrath. Music with multiple. Thank you for the super chat, Brendan. With multiple great games recently, including ups and downs for both teams. Is there a chance Notre Dame and Clemson becomes a new rivalry? Well, they got to play again next year in at Clemson. I would yeah. love that. I really yeah. would. I'm. I'm would you, I mean? Here's the only problem. Obviously, is is. Um, I'm, I'm looking up the Notre Dame schedule. They're beholden to kind of the, kind of beholden to the ACC scheduling them, and I have a feeling we're not going to see Clemson a whole lot more. I'm going to look it up here, guys. Uh, this thing here. So Notre Dame plays them this year and then next year, and they don't play again until 27 and 28. So four or five, we'll go we'll see a three year stretch where we don't get a chance to see them play Notre Dame. Hmm. And so the next two times they play will both be at Clemson. And then after that, they don't play again until 2031. And then after that, it's not again until 2034. So and then they the last game is in 2037. So but you never know. I mean, if if I'm wrong and Clemson's dynasty is not over, maybe we'll see him in the postseason.
2: I just hope you I'm know. alive in 2037. I know, right? There's a lot of people
1: who feel that way. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no goats. With a super chat. Another super chat. Thank you very, very much. So I'm a Cubs fan too, which is where the goats. Oh, I see it. Okay. The curse of the goat. Okay. Which is where the goats part comes from. The curse of the Billy goat. And I made this name in 2014, I think, and Ghostbusters. It's very creative. We love creative people. We love the creative names, right? Like mm-hmm. there's two types of people we like when it comes to avatars. I like people that don't hide, that are willing to put their own name out, right? <laughs> I like those, but then also people, like, if you're going to come up with some Avatar, be creative with it, right? Like, I like those. I dig those. Like, 99 Problems but a BK ain't one. That's still one of my favorites, right? I love that one. Uh Michael,
4: what's that? It's a great tavern. They had great cheeseburgers, the Billy Goat in Chicago. There it's you go. Good. I did not know yeah. that. I did
1: not yeah. know that. Somebody said, Michael Burke said, Clemson is not a rival. No regional connection, no true history. Clemson will not be on the same sphere as Notre Dame in two years. The question wasn't, are they a rival? The question was, could they become a rival? Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be a fun rival, you know, especially if Notre Dame is going to continue sort of having that ACC affiliation, right? Because Miami wasn't a regional rival, and they didn't have much of a history until the 80s, right? They played some in the 70s, but there was no connection until it became, like Notre Dame-Michigan, Notre Dame-Miami didn't really become a rivalry, until mm-hmm. they like the both got Until good again,
2: yeah. Right. you USC Notre Dame is also not a regional rival,
1: right? Now, again, that took years to become that, but like I wouldn't sure. mind Clemson becoming a rival. There's a difference between the school kind of becoming a rival and it being a rivalry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a, a little bit different. Sean Michael with a super chat. Sean says tonight I think was the shift into the ID. I did you know the ID that Coach Marcus Freeman wants? Dabo was almost speechless. Complete team win. We looked elite tonight, truly elite. Also, huge recruiting win as well. The future is bright. So, Sean, one of the things I love about Coach Sweeney is even in games where they've lost, he's got something to say about that. You just kind of feel like he feels like he knows the buttons to push to get this team back. You know, I read some of the quotes and I just saw his body language and the comment. The thing you pointed, I I he looked like a guy that didn't have answers tonight. And that's a. Yeah.
4: That's Yo, a- it, it, it it immediately took me back to what he said during the week when he was talking about like the Jekyll and Hyde that you get with this team that he has this year and trying to get. I don't want to
1: hear anybody talking about Jekyll and Hyde unless you're Notre Dame,
4: bro. <laughs> Sorry, partner. We <laughs> locked in. But yeah, man, he, um, he was very gracious after the game as yep. well. I think he spent about yep. thirty seconds, like talking to Marcus Freeman and, and hit him on his chest yes. and congratulating him. I was like, man, that was dope. He's that a was good dude. dope. I was like
1: pretty that. Oh,
4: yeah, I'll I have to listen to his post game because I'm sure somebody asked him what he said, and he, yeah. I'm sure he elaborated. But you're right; he'll let you know mm-hmm. what happened and yeah. why things didn't go right. right. But of course, he was clueless, man, because it had nothing. Dude, look, you and you and Ryan are gonna go watch this film, and it's just going to be a bloodbath. Yes, it's just gonna be 60 yeah. minutes of a bloodbath physically. Like you don't have to worry about the scheme and the per no, no, just watch, just watch the trenches <laughs> and watch the bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah, and it's as simple as that.
1: Well, that is it. We are now officially out of super chats, guys. So we made it through to the end. Appreciate y'all so much. Ryan, Sean, Jesse, thank you guys so much for filling in tonight. You guys do a great job. You do great work. We have a great team here. I can't tell you how many people at, this, at the tonight, at the tailgate, were like, where's Sean? Where's Ryan? You know, Where's Vince? Um, you guys do a great job. We love the team you're doing. Jesse, we have people reach out, get emails about the job you're doing. Um, but uh, the thing I get from people is they really do feel like they are able to connect with all of you. And, and the fact that, you know, we, we do keep it, we do keep it a hundred here, right? We're going to tell you when, when, when it's not good, we're going to tell you it's not good when it's good. We're going to enjoy it just like the rest of you do. And tonight was a night that we are all celebrating because this is what Notre Dame football is supposed to be about. And I appreciate you guys joining us on the show and holding things down and letting me come on and and have some of my own excitement as well. So everybody, my mate, my guy Mace AK has it right there, right? Join the message board. Hit that hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Make sure you hit the like button as well. Mace left that one out. Share this podcast. Leave a five-star review if you're listening via podcast. Visit the IB store to get that sweet Daria white hoodie. And as always, go Irish. Great job, everybody. Enjoy that win. We'll be back tomorrow night with an upon further review. I will be back for that. Uh we will be back here, Ryan and Sean, we'll be back on Monday for the recruiting podcast. Going to be plenty to talk about there. We'll dive into Navy week next week. So because, hey, look, you enjoyed this win for 24 hours. I'm going to probably enjoy this one for 48. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to prolong diving into the triple option as long as possible. <laughs> and, then, and so we're going to enjoy this one. But as you know, the IB team, we never stop. We never stop putting out content. So thank you all so very much for all the Super Chats, for all the people who didn't do Super Chats. Had someone say tonight that they felt bad thinking they didn't give Super Chats. And I just want to let you know that if you watch our show consistently, you're helping us grow. You're helping us get re- revenue. You're helping our, our IB team and our IB staff grow and develop. You don't have to, Super Chats are great. We appreciate them so much. They help us out. But if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're reading Irish Breakdown articles, you're helping us. You're helping us grow. You're helping us you know, kind of continue to do this. And we appreciate all of you so, so very much. Super chat from Willie Watson Weatherberger at the very end. Some great names. What a super stick. We appreciate you all very much. So thank all of you so, 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 so very much. Have a great night. We will see you all again on the IB. I, well, I was going to say IB Nation, Irish Breakdown Podcast.